This is the Dice Tower Network, adding games to your wish list since 2005. The home of smart people, insightful board gaming commentary, and Luke Hector. Find out more at Dicetowernetwork.com. The Broken Meeple, Season 2, Episode 6, Negativity. Today is going to be a very poignant episode. Following an altercation on Facebook, I feel it is necessary to address a big issue that goes on with the board game critique community, and that is the subject of negativity, particularly in reviews, and how we interpret other people's opinions. Hi everyone, Broken Meeple here, and today's a somewhat of a special episode in, in a way. I was originally going to do a top 10, and I will be doing that in the very near future on my top 10 exceptions to the rule. This is a top 10 that was I was kind of thinking of doing. The Dice Tower had done it before, and there was some good feedback about you know this would make a good list. And essentially, that's going to cover 10 games where normally I wouldn't like that sort of game, but I actually actually really liked it or loved it or have it in my collection. So, you know, despite my normal preferences for games, these ones actually wowed me despite my original intention. So that's going to come on the next episode, episode 7 of season 2, and that will happen in the near future. I'll try to get that one out reasonably quickly. It was going to be the one that I worked on today, but I felt that this topic needed to be addressed first. Basically, I'm going to set the story here. This is going to require a little bit of context for some of you. As you may know, there are some Facebook groups that have people engage in anything board game topic related. It could be posting review blogs. It could be posting just general debates. It could be posting photos of games that they really like and having people comment on them. This is all well and good, and I hope there's more groups in the future, but there's certainly at least a good four to five really popular ones that cover not just the United Kingdom, but also on an international global basis, of which I am a member of many. Now, on these groups, you're going to get a mix of people. You're going to get some people who will, you know, happily engage with the community in every way possible. You'll get many who will love every game in existence. You'll get some people who just hate every game in existence. And you'll get occasional people that will just clash with others. It's the nature of human existence that occasionally some people will butt heads against someone else. Now, what tends to happen with the kind of clashing part of this is when people post reviews on these sites or post negative opinions about stuff on the site. It doesn't have to be a review. It could just be a comment about a game that they played that they didn't like which a lot of people do. Now, reviews are definitely the most common way that this occurs, and I'm no stranger to getting some somewhat harsh feedback on some of my reviews whenever I give a dissenting opinion. And it doesn't even have to be a negative opinion, it just has to be a non-gleaming opinion. You know, there's a big difference between giving something a 1 out of 10 for being garbage and saying it's about 5, 6 out of 10, it's average or above average, but when you put it on a game that a lot of people will regard as their 9 or 10 out of 10 best game of all time, it's naturally going to cause some feedback. And some of that feedback is constructive criticism, which is always a good thing to get. 
It doesn't have to be like, you know, something that convinces you to think the other way. That's rarely going to happen. But what it will do is get you to engage in debate. You know, I, I don't really, I don't think that this particular aspect of a game is that good or works that well. You might have a completely opposite opinion, but can relate your words in a mature and, you know, formal manner. Well, all right, formal. Doesn't have to be formal, but you know what I mean. It just has to be mature. You know, I, I disagree with you because, but good on you. You know, that kind of thing. There's enough people who will say negative things about my favorite game, Sentinels in the Multiverse, and of course I will disagree with a fair few of those opinions. Some of them I'll actually agree with, because, I mean, I'd give it a 10 out of 10, but it's not perfect. And if I realize that some people are just not going to like the game, then fine. I'll have a bit of a laugh debating with them and, you know, commenting that, you know, come on, this is a really good game, you should really like it. But if they're not going to change their opinion and I can see why they wouldn't, then I'm not going to force it on them. One of the most popular critiques I get of Sentinels in the Multiverse tends to be the fiddly bookkeeping aspect of it. Yeah, it does have some fiddly bookkeeping. I'm used to it by now with the amount of games I've played and I use the app to help me do it. But I can understand that the fiddly bookkeeping is going to be a put-off for many. So if that's the negative reason you have for not liking the game, then well, go for it. That's a pretty valid reason. i got no problem with that. Of course... You know, other people will react differently to different opinions about different games. It's just the way it is. But I'm getting a little bit off topic here. Basically, what had happened was there was a game I reviewed recently, Great Western Trail. It's a very popular strategic game, probably one of the best that came out of 2016 from a gaming community viewpoint that I gave a average review for. I don't love the game, but I don't hate it either. I just don't think it's the best thing since sliced bread. And I gave my reasons for doing so, explaining fairly clearly that, you know, what I look for in games may not necessarily appear in this one. You know, gamers are intelligent people. Everyone is perfectly capable of making up their own opinion about whether they will like a game based on a reviewer's opinion. The reviewer's opinion is not a gospel truth. It doesn't matter who's doing the review. But again, I'll, I'll get onto this a bit later. But on with the story. So what had happened is obviously some feedback had come back. It was incredibly personal and insulting. But this is not something I'm a stranger to. You know, if you give a negative or less gleaming review about something that's very hyped, you're going to get this kind of behavior from people. It's just the way it is. And so... What had happened was, you know, they had basically gone way too far on the insulting front. I had rebutted with a comment which wasn't too bad, but, you know, could be seen to be a tiny bit childish. It wasn't that damaging. It wasn't insulting or anything, but it certainly felt more like something you would do in a, you know, a playground at school than you would actually in a mature conversation. So, you know, apologies for that. I really probably had a lapse of better judgment there. But what had happened was that because of some weird Facebook settings or some errors that had happened, basically the admin had come in to try and calm things down, as rightly so. And what had happened was because my Facebook settings were all messed up, I had him down as blocked. I'm not entirely sure why that had happened. I've heard of some problems on Facebook lately, and I know I've had times where I couldn't comment on friends' posts, despite the fact that they are friends and their privacy settings are public. It's kind of weird. But basically, the misunderstanding took place. I was blocked briefly. I then got in touch with the admin. We had a mature conversation about it, and things have been resolved, and I'm back in the group. And I had to post a, a thread up to basically explain the situation, 
But what prompted the post wasn't necessarily the Facebook issue and the blog. That was fine. I mean, that, that's a general misunderstanding. What prompted the post, though, was the thread I read afterwards. It, I think it's been deleted by this point, but it was essentially a post where, you know, the, obviously the announcement had been made that someone had been blocked for whatever reason. Now, this started some interesting comments. Some were, most of the comments were generally quite favorable and good. But there were some that had gone way down the other extreme and gone down quite the harsh, you know, the harsh and personally insulting route. But of course, I wasn't commenting on this. It had been disabled and, you know, I wasn't rising to baits or anything like that. But it did prompt me to put a post on the same site to explain the situation, why the mishap occurred, but also to give my thoughts about why, how we need to be better than this. Somebody, uh, I believe a book called Pete Cooper on the post. Uh, I don't think I've met him in person. If, if I have, I'm sorry. My memory is horrible. But basically he had said like, you know, we are better than this or we need to be better than this. And that is absolutely true. We do. You know, we have a responsibility as gamers to portray the hobby in a positive light. We shouldn't be you know, bickering at each other for descend, you know, different opinions or for, for those willing to speak their mind. Now, of course, if you're going to speak your mind, you should restrain yourself to some extent by not resorting to personal attacks or harassment. And I mean, I'm not 100% infallible myself. You know, I make mistakes as well, but then so does everybody else. That's just the way we are. And I placed a post on there to basically explain, you know, you know, the mishap has happened and, you know, the one comment I had made was not particularly uh, needed. So, you know, I apologize for that. And it was to explain that, you know, at the end of the day, we are all gamers and we should behave like responsible adults and just enjoy the fact that everybody around us likes gaming. It doesn't matter whether you love different games or not. There are some people I engage with on some of the international groups where our you know, our, you know, our gaming opinions are really different. And I mean really different. You know, there are some that, where, you know, they will hate co-ops and think theme is a complete unnecessary concern with designing the game. And they will focus entirely on mechanics. They will love 18xx. They'll love splatter games. You know, this is all stuff I normally don't like. And that's fine. You know, they're still good people. They still have the right to their opinion. They still are getting something out of the hobby. Granted, I'm probably not going to be sitting down and playing any of these games with them, but they are sitting down and playing those games with people who do like them, and they're having fun. So surely that's the main thing, really. Why would you want to have it anywhere, any other way? You know, do you want to wish that somebody doesn't have fun with the hobby just because it's not part of the hobby you would have fun with? That's a pretty backwards way of thinking, if you ask me. So at the end of the day, what am I trying to say? We're all gamers. We're all intelligent people. We can all make our own opinions about what somebody says, but we can, you know, rise up to say that there is still a mature part of the internet still in existence. The internet and social media is a very dangerous place if you think about it. You know, the things that people can say, the the stuff that can go on, the harassments, the insults and that, it's so much easier to do it online than it is in person. And that's why the internet can be a dangerous place for many. 
But we have to be better than that as gamers. And even I have things to learn on that subject as well. So I'm not trying to absolve myself of any blame here. I think everybody could stand to, you know, just take take five and realize that we're supposed to be portraying the hobby in a positive light, as I said. And we need to, you know, just stick with each other. If you don't like an opinion that someone is given on a game you love, that's fine. Just respond constructively and don't, you know, don't belate all the person for doing it. There's plenty of times where somebody adores a game that I can't stand and I will happily go onto a comment thread and say, oh my god, I, I don't agree, but I'm not going to say that the person doesn't know what he's talking about, you know, or call it complete drivel to quote unquote a phrase, but it's just, you know, you've, we are better than that as gamers. We can do this. It's how we are. And to be fair, most of you I have, you know, most of you on the forums and that I've either met on Twitter or Facebook and got on well, or I've met you, some of you in person at conventions and got on perfectly well with you there as well. Now, moving on to a little bit more to do with like the whole posting of a negative review in general. This is my style. This is what I do. It's not, it's not that I speak my mind per se, although maybe I could be accused of that, but I'm not the sort that likes a reviewer or a channel if it does nothing but give positive reviews. The idea is that I want to see mixed opinions about stuff. I want to see where people like these particular games and where they don't like these other ones. The problem is, if you get... It's the same thing that actors have to worry about when they get typecasted into a role. They're worried that they're so pigeonholed into that into that arc that they can't go and do other things. To give you an example, the entire cast of the Harry Potter franchise had that same problem. You know, you've for years and years you have been a child actor in this massive franchise and done really well, and then it's difficult to get any acting work elsewhere because everybody has basically typecasted you into that particular role. And they had to work really hard to sort of break the trend. The same thing can go, in my opinion, for you know positive reviews and even negative reviews, I suppose. You could do it the other way around. If someone does nothing but positive reviews, then I just assume they love everything. And that doesn't necessarily make me trust their opinion as much. Now, of course, I mean, just because you may not agree with their opinion doesn't mean it's not valid. But it, it it's just that sort of way I feel. Now, with me, I do do a lot of negative well not, actually I don't do that many negative reviews I don't think there's a fair few games I don't like but they just tend to be some of the hyped ones so I suppose you hear about them more often but generally most of my reviews will be fairly balanced they will be pretty good reviews as well there will be occasions where I will do a negative review but it's because some games need that games can't be perfect there is no perfect game out there even the number one game on board game geek is not perfect and certainly not even most of the games in the top 100. But occasionally I will give a different opinion that you would expect on certain games. I've given negative ones in the past and slightly more balanced ones. I mean, I'm trying to think of some examples. Uh, Dead of Winter. I don't mind the game, but I don't love it. So I gave a pretty balanced opinion of that one. Uh, Food Chain Magnate, I gave a pretty slating review for that. It's a game I cannot stand. Uh, Kingdom Builder was another example. I can't stand that game at all. And again, I gave a pretty negative review of it. But in the end of the day, people are intelligent enough to see what sort of games a person likes. They are able to figure out what sort of games they like. 
and they can read the explanations of how the mechanics work and what the game is like to play and come up with their own opinion. That's all a review critic is. It's just somebody's opinion. You use it to form your own, but you don't make it the gospel thing. You don't follow it like it's a cult and suddenly you go, right, whatever he says is gospel truth. We must abide by it. No, no reviewer, I hope, feels like that. You know, not the Dice Tower, not Rado, not Shut Up and Sit Down, not any of them. So you will see some reviews like that. Now, of course, it depends how you phrase a negative review when you post it. There's a big difference between saying that you don't agree that something works or for whatever reason you don't feel this mechanic works or this theme is too abstracted, etc. And then there's, like I say, there's a huge difference between that and saying that it's just complete garbage or it just fails or it's without giving a reason or context to your negative opinion you can't just say it's garbage just because you personally don't like it there's a big difference with that now occasionally some games will slip the net for some people and that's kind of normal we're all very passionate about this hobby and passion can work both for positive and for negative outcomes so we all have to be careful how we phrase opinions and how we respond to other people's opinions So that's it really, I just wanted to give my two cents on that. The whole misunderstanding on Facebook has been resolved and things can go back to normal. I'm absolutely touched, I must admit, to see the positive responses that have been posted on that thread in the last hour. I mean, I'm I'm watching it now as I record it. I can see the comments coming and I can see that people have got valid points even to something that I might have done wrong and it's just good to see that there is as somebody put, a part of the internet that is, you know, reason that is reasoned and mature still in existence. We are gamers, we are good people. Therefore, we should act like it. And it's great that there is such a huge community like this to engage with. It's great that I can go to a convention and not feel alone. I can turn up to any convention having not met anyone there at all and still feel at home. That is something that a lot of hobbies and a lot of other interests can't do as well as we can. And we should be proud that that is something we can do. So, that's it for me for this episode. A nice little short one. I just kind of had to get that off my chest, really. And I, I hope that nobody was offended by the content of this episode. I hope everyone takes something positive from it. Failing that, I hope I see you guys soon to play some games. The... Next big convention meetup is Aircon in March. Uh, check out Mark Cook and his uh, boys for more details on that. But I will be there and so will some very good podcaster friends of mine like Paul Grogan and Mike Barnes and the Polyhedron Collider and Jay Howard. There's going to be a lot of us there for you guys to meet. And generally, I'm just going to... I just can't wait for the event in general. I really enjoyed the previous one in October. And in this case, there's even more people I know going to this, and it's going to be bigger. In fact, the only thing I'm not looking forward to is a a five-and-a-bit-hour drive from Portsmouth all the way up to Harrogate. Yeah, that's going to hurt. But it will all be completely worth it to see you guys for three days of fun gaming i'll be on that geekerson table with um, because i think i was a competition winner in that i will be doing a panel with polyhedron glider and various other podcasters i'm not sure who's hosting it and what the actual format is but we're essentially doing a kind of um almost like a room 101 style thing for board gaming topics i've already got my idea sorted so come along and see that uh, i think it will be a good laugh i do enjoy doing these kind of panels it's 
I don't know, they just, it's great to just debate with people who do the same sort of thing as you and just have a bit of friendly banter, friendly, you know, not friend, I'm trying to think of the word, not friendly attacks, but you know what I mean, you know, back and forth communication and just having a laugh. So I look forward to seeing you guys at Aircon in March, but you might find I'll be able to get the next episode out before then. We shall see, because I would like to do an episode on how Aircon went afterwards, really, rather than doing a top 10 straight then. So I'll try and get this one out before the 10th of March. So, you know, you'll get two episodes in back-to-back very quickly. So that's all I just wanted to say on that rather topical subject as well as let you know about Aircon. But I leave you with this. These were some words that I heard Doug Walker of the Nostalgia Critics say on one of his recent videos around Christmas time. And it's some of the most profound words I've heard in a long time. And it fits well here as it does to everything in real life like his intentions were. There's going to be a lot of anger and there's going to be a lot of love use them wisely thanks for listening if you want to find out more about the broken meeple there are various sources for you to choose from you can check out the written review blog at brokenmeeple.blogspot.co.uk you can find me on facebook at the broken meeple you can find me also on twitter at the broken meeple if you live anywhere near portsmouth hampshire you can come to one of our board gaming clubs search for Portsmouth on board on meetup.com or Facebook and check out our pages also check out my Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash thebrokenmeeple and pledge anything you can to help me get back into video and improve this experience for you thanks for listening, take care enjoy playing games and from me and everyone else at the Dice Tower have fun gaming you're listening to the Dice Tower Network If you like this show, you might like The Dukes of Dice or Ludology. Find out more at Dicetowernetwork.com.